Hello, this is the Bible in fewer words. We are Carol and Steve Wells. This is episode 1A, Genesis chapters 1 and 2. If you enjoy this podcast, consider supporting us at patreon.com forward slash BFW. Hi, Steve. Hi, Carol. How are you today? Oh, I'm fine. You ready to learn about how the world was created? Yeah. Maybe we should explain the 1A thing. Oh, so, yes. When we originally did this, we did chapters 1 through 3, mm-hmm. which is a little bit too long for one episode. So we're going to split it up into two, episode 1A and 1B. Okay. So should we'll just do the first two chapters of Genesis in this episode. Great. Should we get started? Mm-hmm. This is chapter 1, verse 1. In the beginning, God created heaven and earth. Just a minute. That is a big day. Yeah, and we haven't even got to the first day yet. This is sort of day zero. (laughs) So what happens is before the first day, Mm -hmm. the earth exists. Well, God created the heaven and the earth before day one, before the first day. Oh. Right here in verse one. But the first day doesn't happen until verse three. That is kind of weird. Yeah. And the earth, to start out with, the next verse says, was formless, the ocean was dark, and the Spirit of God moved on the surface of the waters. I wonder what that looked like. I don't know, just kind of floating along the surface of the water, I guess, the Spirit (laughs) of God. Uh Uh-huh. Interesting. So that's day zero. All right. On the first day, God said, let there be light. He saw that the light was good and separated it from darkness. Okay, that seems kind of weird. How could you have light and separate it from darkness? Yeah, there's no sun or stars or anything yet. So where's this? Where's the light coming from? Yeah, there's that problem. And then separating it, the light from darkness is kind of a weird thing to do. You know, I'm trying to imagine what that would be. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, whatever it was, it says that he separated it and he called the light day and the darkness night. Oh, that's where those words come from. (laughs) Yeah, and that's the first day. Okay. On the second day, God said, let there be a firmament to separate the water from the water. Hmm. Separate the water from the water? Yeah. Well, they thought of it as the earth being flat. Mm Mm-hmm with kind of mountains all around the edges, like on a circle. Okay. Then there was a dome that the mountains held up. Okay. And that dome was like an upside down bowl that was clear. And there was water on top of the bowl and water below the bowl. Oh. And And mountains around. And mountains around. So that was the firmament, the thing that's holding the water above from the water below. And when it rains and there's little windows in, in the heaven, Firmament is also called heaven. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) That's what happens when it rains. God opens the little windows there and it rains. Weird. We just have the firm. We just have the bowl, the clear Uh bowl. We don't have stars yet. That'll be later. Okay. But he's got it all set up with the firmament now. Uh Uh-huh. And then God called the firmament heaven. Mm -hmm. That's kind of the last part of verse 8. God said, let the waters be gathered together and the dry land appear. God called the dry land earth and the gathered waters seas. He saw it and thought it was good. (laughs) (laughs) Um, 
Yeah, it's just all of it is just kind of silly to me. Yeah. You know, knowing what we know now about the earth and yeah. science and. Uh huh. <laughs> all right. So on the third day, God said, let grass, herbs, and fruit trees come out of the earth. God saw it and thought it was good. So the third day, God creates plants. Mm -hmm. And what's strange about this is just like we had light on the first day, right? Yeah. We've got plants on the third, third day, but we don't yet have the sun. Yeah. And there's that little thing called photosynthesis. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Yeah. So that's going to be a problem, at least for the for a whole day, however uh -huh. long that is. The third day, the plants are going to have to do without a sun. Yeah. Okay, verse 14. On the fourth day, God said, Let there be lights in the firmament to divide a day from night. But he already did that. Yes, he did do that. Let them be for signs to mark the seasons, days, and years. Oh, is that astrology? Uh-huh. Yeah, I think it is. And give light upon the earth. <laughs> so the stars and the sun were created to give light on the earth. God made two big lights. <laughs> the sun to rule the day and the moon to rule the night. He made the stars also. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, made the stars also. That would be a, a that would be kind of a big day compared to the day where he just makes the firmament and that's pretty much it. Yeah. He's going to make the stars and you know what Carl Sagan would say about the stars. Billions and billions. Billions and billions. There's 100 billion at least and more than 100 billion galaxies, each with 100 billion plus stars. So, yeah, it'd be a busy day. <laughs> um, but, he, but he did all that to give light on the earth and to help astrologer, astrologers, you know, figure things out. Yeah. And yet almost all of those stars that he created are invisible to us. We can only see about a thousand stars in the night sky. And they're all very close. Yeah. The ones that are the, the, the vast majority, I mean, everything but just a tiny little few are out, we can't see it all without telescopes. Yeah. And they come later. Uh, yeah. <laughs> God didn't make telescopes on in the creation story. No. And the and also the the, the, the two great lights, the sun and the moon. Yeah. Now, the moon isn't a light, right? No. It's just reflecting light. Yes. And ruling the night, well, it's just as often in the day. The, the moon, the moon is, is there. Up just as much in the daytime <laughs> as, as it is at night. So that doesn't make sense either, but there you go. Okay. So verse 17, God set the lights in the firmament. So he put them up in that bowl. Mm -hmm. Okay. To provide light for the earth and to rule over the day and night. God saw it and thought it was good. On the fifth day, God said, let moving creatures and birds come out of the earth. God created whales and birds, beasts, living creatures and creeping things. He saw it and thought it was good. He's doing a lot of good things that day. Yeah, that's a big job, huh? Yep. I mean, this whole week he's doing a lot of good things. <laughs> I see what you're saying because he's always saying it's good. Yeah. Yes. God said to the animals, have as many offspring as you can. <laughs> <laughs> Fill the earth and seas. It's kind of nice that God's talking to the animals. Uh -huh. that he creates, giving them instructions. How are they going to figure it out otherwise? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> On the sixth day, God said, let us make man in our image, to look like us. Let them have dominion over every living thing. You know, I wish he hadn't said that. Why? Because people 
think they have dominion over everything on earth. Oh, yeah, no, absolutely. You're right. Yeah, that's one that and is used today by creationists and Christians and Bible believers to justify doing whatever we want with the with the animals and with the earth because uh -huh. it was all created for our purpose. We, we can do whatever we want. We yep. have dominion over it. Yep. I'm a little worried our grandchildren won't be able to see any of those things because we will have done everything we want with them. Right. That makes me a little sad. Mm-hmm. Verse 27, God created humans, male and female, in his own dim, in his own, oops. God created humans, male and female, in his own image. Yeah. Okay, that is a weird line. I wasn't just reading it awkwardly there. <laughs> yeah, well, it is weird because God made men and women mm -hmm. in his own image to look like him. So what does he look like? I don't know, half man, half woman, yeah, maybe. he's kind of a hermaphrodite or something, I guess. Yes, but which is the creation story where, where a woman was made from man? Oh, that's the next creation story. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> In this one, he just makes them both all at the same time. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. God said to the humans he created, Have as many children as possible. Overrun the earth and do whatever you like with all the other living things. I have given every plant as food for you. I have give, also given every plant as food for the animals. Well, that was nice of him to think of the animals. <laughs> so everybody's vegan. I guess so. Yeah, everybody's eating plants, both humans and the animals, which must have been pretty weird for, for things like, I don't know, tapeworms and <laughs> vampire bats and... Mites. Yeah, mosquitoes, yeah. It's just hard to fathom this whole thing. Mm-hmm, yeah. Coming together like I guess this. it made sense at one time. <laughs> the one time being... Um, when it was written. Yeah. <laughs> Verse 31. God saw everything he created. And what do you think he thought, Steve? I think he thought it was very good. Yes. <laughs> He's having a good week there. Okay, chapter 2. God finished creating things on the sixth day. So on the seventh day, he rested. He made the seventh day holy because he rested on the seventh day. Because he needed to rest? Or because I'm going to take a nap now. Isn't this a holy day? Yeah, very strange. <laughs> strange that God would need to rest, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but he did, and he rested. And now we are, I think, starting the second creation story. Yeah, we're going to start, kind of start over again. Okay. Diff different that, story this time. Because that first story that God was so happy with that made him, was, you know, thought it, everything was very good. It was a very good story, but we're going to have another one here. Another very good story. Right. An even better story. Right. Maybe. In the beginning, plants didn't exist because God hadn't made it rain and there wasn't a man to till the ground. Or a sun for photosynthesis. Well, no, he doesn't. It I, doesn't yeah, say anything it's about interesting. That. He doesn't talk about, you know, the order of creation isn't here at all. It's just that he didn't have any plants. Because there wasn't a man to take care of the gardening. Because oh. plants can't grow on their own. No. <laughs> Those darn dandelions. They, they need people. And so, <laughs> and God hadn't made it rain yet. I hadn't thought of that. So we don't have any plants yet. Okay. So God formed a man from dust and breathed life into his nose. <laughs> yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's quite a picture, isn't it? Yes, it is. God planted a garden in Eden and put the man in it. 
Because, you know, he has to till the ground there, make sure that garden works. That's right, yeah. God made all the trees that are nice to look at and good to eat. Among those were the tree of life in the center of the garden and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. So, two trees. Two trees, yeah. God put the man in the garden to dress and keep it. God said to the man, You may eat from every tree in the garden except the tree of of the knowledge of good and evil. On the day that you eat from it, you will die. God said, It is not good for the man to be alone. I'll make a help meet for him. Yeah, help meet is a term that is used in the King James Version. And I think it means companion, friend, maybe spouse. Okay, so it could be a dog. Yeah, what's going to happen is that in the next verse says, God made all the animals. After making the animals, God had Adam name them all. Wow, that's a big job. Yeah, but apparently it happened all at once. I mean, all in one day. (laughs) All the names just kind of came out of his head. Yeah, it's amazing. There are about a million species that are known today. Oh. There's probably more like 10 million Today, with all the taxonomists and all the biologists that have been working since the time of Linnaeus, we still haven't been able to name them all. We haven't even been able to name a good fraction of them. But Adam did it all in one day. Yeah. So did he find a wife or a helper for Adam? Well, it says in the next verse, Adam named all the animals, but none of them appealed to him as a helpmate. Just didn't have what it takes. So, God made a woman from one of Adam's ribs. Adam said, she'll be called woman because she was taken out of a man. (laughs) Whoa, man. Um, So that's why a man leaves his father and mother and becomes one flesh with his wife. I don't know what that's about. But we do have this nice little thing about a man (laughs) cleaving to his wife and becoming one flesh, which is kind of interesting. So, verse 25, Adam and the woman were both naked, and they weren't ashamed. Yeah. And that's the end of this chapter, and that's all we're going to cover today. Yes. So next time we're doing chapter three. Yeah, and that'll be be the Garden of Eden, and all the stuff that goes on in the Garden of Eden. I think our listeners have a little idea what happens in the Garden of Eden. Yeah, well, we'll cover it next time. Okay. Hey, thanks for sharing, Steve. Sure. And listeners. Thank you for staying with us. Bye-bye. Bye.